I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to—like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip, right here, Las Vegas, Nevada. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidley, glad you joined us on a Wednesday night where there's a bunch of college basketball, a bunch of hockey, a bunch of basketball. We'll talk to Tim Murray. Tim Murray will be in studio, host of the Nightcap. We'll uh, stop by at the South Point on his way to the Circa facility. Frank Schwab from uh, Yahoo will talk NFL with us. And we'll talk golf as well. First round update at the Torrey Pines side for the, uh, for the tournament where it appears that Billy Horschel has a one-stroke lead over Michael Thompson and everybody else, two back and beyond. We've got some one, two, three tip-offs happening right this second. If you want to get in on Clippers and Magic, Magic are point, point and a half home favorites over the Clippers, two, twelve and a half, two, thirteen, all the way to two, thirteen and a half. Your total there, the Bucks and the Cavs, the Bucks, three and a half to four point road favorites over the Cavs, two seventeen, two seventeen and a half the total. Seven Eastern Four Pacific, the Hornets and the Pacers. Hornets are two, two and a half road favorites there, 228 and a half, 229 the total. 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific, we have the Knicks and the Heat. The Heat are six to six and a half point home favorites over the Knicks. Total anywhere from 201 and a half to 202 and a half. 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific, we have the Kings and the Hawks. The Hawks are 10, 10 and a half point home favorites there, 229 and a half to 230 and a half. Your total. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Nuggets and the Nets. The Nuggets, 4, 4.5 point road favorites over the Nets, 219 to 220.5. So a point and a half difference there as far as that total goes. So be sure to shop around. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Raptors and the Bulls. The Bulls are 3.5 to 4.5 point home favorites, 219 to 220. Your total there, 830 Eastern. 5.30 Pacific, the Grizzlies and the Spurs. The Grizzlies are 3.5 to 4-point road favorites, 228.5, your total there. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Mavericks and the Blazers. Mavs are 4.5-point road favorites over the Blazers, 217, 217.5 the total. And then 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Suns and the Jazz. The Suns are point and a half road favorites over the Jazz, a total of 223.5. To 224. We have three puck drops happening right this second. So race. Oh, yeah. To race to the window if you want to flat, uh, if you want to bet the Flames and the Blue Jackets. The Flames are minus 190 road favorites, plus 160 on the home jackets. As underdogs, the Ducks and the Leafs. The Leafs are minus 260 home favorites, plus 220 on Ducks as the road underdogs. And then Sharks and Capitals. 
Capitals are minus 215 home favorites over the Sharks, plus 180. If you'd like the road team, 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific, the Blackhawks and the Red Wings. This one, a little bit more than a coin flip. Red Wings minus 120 if you want the home favorite there. And then uh, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, we have the Bruins and the Avalanche. The Avalanche. Minus 175 home favorites. The Bruins are plus 150. Road underdogs and Kraken lost last night, if anyone was wondering. There you go. Just a couple of injury notes on some of those early uh, NBA games. Uh, James Harden got downgraded to questionable. I actually thought I saw something about him being out earlier. That line has moved in Denver's favor. Uh, check that one out before if you're planning on betting that game at all. Uh, currently listed as questionable, but that number has swung all the way to Denver minus four uh, at Brooklyn tonight. Uh, Grizzlies, John Morant, he should be a go. He was questionable earlier today, if you're looking at that one. Um, over in the Pacers-Hornets game, the Pacers with a lot of injuries right now. Brogdon, Sabonis out again for them. Miles Turner out again. On the Charlotte side, though, Gordon Hayward, uh, he has gone into health and safety protocols, so he will be out for the Hornets tonight. Um, and then over in the Miami Heat and uh, Knicks game, Mitchell Robinson, he was probable earlier today for the Knicks, but has been ruled out for that game. Um, and the Heat are about as healthy as they've been all year, except for Kyle Lowry will be out tonight. Um, but they've got basically everybody back. I am on the Heat tonight, minus five. Bought a, bought a half a point earlier, down to down to laying five with that team. So Miami Heat for me tonight. You so, love the Heat. You do. Love, you, love them now. They, they've barely played any, any games with all these guys <laughs> together. So looking forward to it tonight. On the, on the NFL side of things, uh, seven across the board here in Vegas, except o- over at MGM. They are still sitting at seven and a half. So if you want the hook, you do got to pay some juice on the Bengals over there. Rest of country, everybody sitting at seven, except for MGM as well. Rest of country, MGM still sitting at seven and a half out there. Uh, the total in that game bet up to 54 and a half now. So people thinking there will be some points scored there in the, uh, in the late game, still sitting three and a half everywhere in Vegas and across the country. Speaking of that late game, the 49ers have taken uh, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo's sprained shoulder off the injury report. Though his thumb remains, I assume on the injury report, I'm sure his thumb remains in actuality on his hand. I would assume both. Yes. Yes, right. <laughs> both both are correct. Uh, he, he was limited today, but uh, I guess that's good injury news on Jimmy G, at least getting the uh, sprained shoulder off the injury report. Left tackle Trent Williams, nine-time Pro Bowler who refused to play in Washington anymore. Uh, he did not practice today with his ankle injury. And the 49ers activated wide receiver Mohamed Sanu from IR. Got themselves a, ra- a roster spot opening uh, earlier today. They filled it with Mohamed Sanu. So there you go. The uh, hot tweet circling around today about Mohamed Sanu having a better career passer rating than Jimmy uh, than Garoppolo. Oh, that's the, that was the clever one today. Yeah, clever one, you know, because he throws one pass a year. Chiefs news, uh, Teron Matthew. Remember, he got concussed early in that divisional round game against the Bills. Uh, still in concussion protocol. Andy Reid said there's a chance he'll be able to get back for Sunday. Said he's doing well, whatever that means with concussion progress. It's kind of a vague area, of course. So hopefully he trends in the right direction. And I don't know if you woke up this morning wondering if the New York Giants were going to make a run at Deshaun Watson. But <laughs> apparently the Giants today, they, uh, they said out loud, they will not trade for Deshaun Watson. They seek to build an offense around Danny Dimes, Danielle. 
Daniel Jones, uh, that according to Giants co-owner John Mara, uh, he said that today after introducing Joe Shane as the team's new general manager. So Deshaun Watson will not be a New York Giant if you're to believe if that. If anyone was, no. if anyone was wondering, uh, Andrew Whitworth was back at practice for the Rams today. Obviously, a massive, massive deal for them with. Nick Bosa coming to town, so that will be uh, something we will monitor all the way up until till Friday there. But Whitworth, I think they getting him to sit out last week and him being able to get uh, a week of rest and then him getting back out there on Wednesday, especially considering it was a Wednesday that he went out there and practiced, that seems pretty, pretty good that he's going to be able to go. Daryl Williams for the Chiefs was a full full participant this this week practice. So he was inactive last week, and he was a full participant on a Wednesday. So um, maybe it was just super, super precautionary for them not to have him go, but uh, he was a full participant. So they could have Daryl Williams, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Jarek McKinnon all in the backfield for them this week so they can figure out how they want to go uh, about all of that. So, yeah, be, we'll be you know, monitoring. Wednesdays, are, as far as injury reports are, at least gives us an idea of stuff we might want to keep monitoring, but really, really comes down to what happens on, on Thursday. And more than anything, what's going to go on with, with Trent Williams on Thursday? Because, again, if we're, if we're talking about the success of this San Francisco 49ers team, we continue to talk about, you know, listen, we think that they want to control the game. They want to control the run game. They need to do that power running game. They don't. The, the last thing they want to do is get into a shootout with – the Rams, the way that this Rams offense is functioning right now, and Trent Williams isn't able to go, that's a pretty big knock, again, when you consider uh, not only from the run game aspect, but again, just uh, that defensive line and Von Miller and everybody coming to town. That could be a could be a big, big, big knock on uh, on old Jimmy G there. We just had a graphic up there with the, uh, the coaching vacancies in the National Football League, and you know, one of these things we talk about, obviously, who's going to get what job. But when you see it on one screen, it's just pretty amazing. That is more than a quarter of the league now. Nine teams who have uh, scuttled their coach for various reasons, and nine teams looking to fill it. Uh, it looks like Byron Leftwich might have the job with the Jaguars. We're not 100% sure quite yet on that. Just get it done already. Get is get is done. that not the most obvious job fit in the history of the NFL? Make like, it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Nine teams. I was wondering if you you did this for a quarterback position, how many vacancies would you have at quarterback around the league? And uh, that's an interesting question as well. That's a good call. You would think it's got to be around this number, right? Uh, Well, I mean, you could just look on this list alone, right? I mean, you the Broncos – the Giants, the Texans, the Saints. So just just on that list alone, yeah. Like that's what makes these interesting, right? From a desirability standpoint, because like you look and you see the Saints, and it's like, yeah, I mean the defense is there, and you got there, but it's like I would be stepping into a position where I have to make a, what am I going to do with Taysom Hill? Because I already gave him that money. They get like you got to do something with yeah. him, right? Like I mean, like so, do you make him a full time? Tight end, fullback, what, like, what do you do with him? you got to do something. I mean, they've guaranteed him all that money. The Giants, obviously, that quarterback situation, you know, whether, whether it's Daniel Jones' fault or not, they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to move on there. Yep. Texans, I mean, now you're stepping into, you pretty much have inherited Davis Mills then at that point. So it's kind of like, okay, you got to do a year of seeing what Davis Mills brings to the table. Broncos, obviously, no, no future in Teddy Bridgewater or in Drew Locke. So, I mean, you're, you're stepping, I, I look at these jobs, and I'm kind of like, Vikings are at least enticing, especially if Aaron Rodgers retires. You you kind of look at the at the Dolphins. I mean, there's a pretty good nucleus of talent there, and especially if you believe in Tua, 
pretty good, pretty good nucleus of, of talent around there. And then the Raiders again. The only problem is, is they play in a division with two other teams that are really, really, really good. So, what you're going to get out of them, right? Is is you could you could get the you could get the very best out of the players for the Raiders and still be worse than the Chiefs and the Chargers. So, what's the best job? If I said you get you can get any of those jobs you want, Matt, pick one. It's yours. I'm stepping in right now in that Vikings job. I think because I think Aaron Rodgers is either going to leave or retire. You got to live in Minnesota in the cold. You, you, well, <laughs> that's true. Well, I'm talking about from a best job standpoint. For me, I'd be like, I'll take Miami. That's fine. Yeah, I'll take Miami. They'd be like, hey, man, bills are really good. And I'd be like, that's fine. Wild <laughs> that's card. Cool. Wild that's card. Cool. I'm in Miami. Hey, wild card. What's the worst? What's the worst one there? What's the one where you're like, oh, God, can't believe I got this job. This is the worst. The, the, wor- the worst ones, I think, still has to be the Texans. That's just because there's, there's just nothing no there. Yeah. There's just no talent. <laughs> like, you're stepping into a job uh, where you're oh, going to be fired. We'll talk more championship game. We'll also look at our best Super Bowl bets. Anything, anything out there. Coming up, Beeson's primetime action. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline you are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets to where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline over under and against the spread bets. Oh my goodness, what a list it is of the ways that VSIN is here to make you a smarter better. Just add betting splits to the list. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Skill oh, Madden Kelly. John yes. Rom, you big, beautiful beast, you. What did he do? Eagled 18. Oh, I didn't know he was still on the course. Oh, man. Eagled, eagled 18 on the south course, six under. Well, you could. Oh, I already saw that. Yeah. It, it'd, be, it'd be tough for you know, people out there to know it, Gil, because you know, for whatever reason, they took the golf coverage off of yeah. Golf Channel today at yeah. uh, about 3 Eastern or whatever time that was. They were surprised they were showing golf on a Wednesday also. They were like, oh, we. Man, I loved it. Wednesday I, I, golf. I just sat downstairs working, had my laptop out, laptop up, and about three monitors with different ESPN Plus feeds going. It was fantastic. Billy Horschel, your first-round leader at the Farmers Insurance at Torrey Pines. One-stroke lead over Michael Thompson. Not that Michael Thompson, this Michael Thompson. Two-stroke lead over both uh, Stephen Yeager and Kevin Tway. And then three strokes over the aforementioned number one in the world, John Rahm. Francesco Molinari also up there. Doug Gim, Ricky Fowler, some names, household names. And then a bunch at uh, four back, including Kelly, Tony Finau, who we yeah, had one and done. We got uh, and and Matt and I both both on Luke List. Sam Burns five under. Mm-hmm. We got we got a bunch of guys within strength. I'd lose all my bets this week if Ricky Fowler would win this tournament. 
I, I, that's how much I love Ricky Fowler. I hope he, I, I, I'd lose all the bets. I, this week I love him too, but like, I mean, no, I'm not going to say that because I love my bets more. But yeah, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't mind having a 200 to one ticket on him, which apparently some people do. I know Matt Humans does. Dude, they were, they were losing their minds today when he would even get close to a hole. Like, I mean, like he, he, he is beloved. Ricky's the best. Beloved. I love Ricky. I mean, beloved. They were losing their minds when he. Gilly didn't have to make anything. It was just the ball like came in the vicinity of the hole. The crowd's just why would you erupted. say that nature? Explain to people who don't know what's the nature of why Ricky Fowler is so beloved. He, you know, I mean, look, he's super cool with the fans. Always has been. I think the personable also, guy out there. He yeah. was one of the first dudes too who kind of just like the brought the cool factor, you know, yep. to golf a little bit. Because like, look, Tiger was awesome, but Tiger was never cool. You know, Tiger's a robot and like whatever. Ricky was like the. Hey man, what's going? It felt like an every guy. Like you could just go and have a beer with him, and he, like you know, he's one of those guys too. Like we kind of brought this up with David Ortiz last night when we were talking Hall of Fame stuff too, right? If you are one of the guys, who, if you're a golfer, a professional golfer that's actually personable and good with the media, sorry, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna end up being beloved probably because there's not that many of them, and he's one of them. What a tortured bunch laying their life on a golf right, course. It's a tough job. Oh, that said, though, God. he is he's parlayed it perfectly, right? Because like he's fallen outside the top 100 in the world rankings, and he's got more endorsements than anybody on tour. Yeah. yeah. Like, just because he's like, everyone likes him. He's, well, like, even, he's even cool when, and everyone likes him. You know, even what he lost his card for a while, right? Yeah. It, it's, but he's going to get every sponsorship exemption because yeah. everybody wants Ricky at their, at their tournament. Does he have more endorsements than Austin Smotherman, who's also four back? Or uh, <laughs> Taylor Pendrith? There, there, uh, Smotherman was a name, but there was one other I saw today where I was like, uh, who? Austin Smotherman's not a real person. He's four back. One stroke to go, one one hole to play still, as they wind down the uh, first round. Listen to this. I thought you, uh, I thought you guys might be, uh, might be into this kind of thing. So on November twelfth, Odell Beckham Jr. signed his deal with the Rams. The deal was worth seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. He announced he would take it in Bitcoin. Oh yeah. <laughs> so at the time, at the time, Bitcoin was worth sixty four thousand two hundred ninety three dollars. Today. Uh, it is worth almost a little more than half that, $35,400. So today, today his $750,000 deal is worth $412,953. Odell will be taxed, however, on the $750,000. Federal California state tax will be 50.3%. That means that Odell, as of now, has netted $35,703 from the Rams contract this yeah, year. Yeah, that's not all correct, though. But, yes. The, Defend pay, the Bitcoin, Matt. No, no, no. <laughs> Defend get, it. No, no. You get paid weekly in the NFL. So, like, it doesn't matter yeah. what it's worth today. Yeah. Like, it's, like, so there's just, it's not all true. Yes. It, it, like, no, but it you went, get the idea that everybody's right. so bullish on something and maybe everybody should slow down is, is what the message there is. Slow down, everybody. It doesn't just go up. Is what is what I get out of that. Well, and yeah, but it, so the reason yeah. he did that basic is, thing to take out of it doesn't always go yes. up, right? Well, that's like, the message. See, well, did you? See, so I mean, again, there's there, there's more to this. So the reason he did that was because he signed an endorsement deal with Crypto.com right. that paid him a million and a half dollars for the endorsement. So he, he got a million that, and a half so, cash yeah. to sign the endorsement with Crypto.com. So it doesn't even matter what was lost or whatever and all that because he made a million and a half in the endorsement deal, which is why he took it in Bitcoin in the first place. Well, not everybody's going to be Odell Beckham Jr. with endorsement deals is the point. So not everybody get frisky all the time and just take the Bitcoin. That needs to be stated because all you get is the good stories. Somebody needs to at least say, slow down. That's your PSA on the show today from at least one of us anyway. Hate to be the party pooper, but there you go. What are we doing here? Oh, yeah. 
NFL championship games. So are you, with your Rams future, are you taking the Niners plus the points? Are you taking the Niners on the money line as a hedge? What do you decide to do? I think I'm going to chop it. I think I'm going to do some on the points and some on the money line. No Harden tonight for the Nets. He's decided he just threw with it. Sorry, random break-in, but uh, hamstring tightness out tonight. He's just like, I don't feel like playing for them anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. Trade me already. Trade me to Philly. I could have done this in Houston. Let me play with Joel Embiid instead of these guys that are never on the court <laughs> with right. me. I was by myself in Houston. What am I doing here now doing it? I don't know. I, I think I'm taking, I think I'm just taking the Rams plus the point, excuse me, the uh, Niners plus the points to hedge mine. Try to hit a middle on both. What's funny, I ha- I, I mean, I, we're all on Rams NF- yeah. to win NFC and to win Super Bowl, right? So we, we should probably throw that out there. I I took a piece of the Rams in minus three when it opened just because I expected that line to move. And I don't think I'm gonna, I don't think I'm doing anything with it here. I'm going to let it ride the, this uh, this round and hopefully Super Bowl. If it's the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, I'm definitely hedging out pretty big. Matt, has your thinking changed, though? Because it seemed like earlier in the week you were all, oh, you think the Rams are going to roll them. But you're just, do you have you come down on that a little bit? Mm, not 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 so much, but it's just, I mean, it's one of those things like, look, I'm not, I'm not rich enough to just let this ride, right? Like, I mean, I wish I was rich enough to just be like, oh, I'm just going to let it ride. But there's like a lot of money online for me. So it's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to make sure that I'm not coming out of this feeling like a moron, you know? <laughs> like, I, like I, that's how I always get, do these situations. Like, what can I do that if this plays out a certain way, I'm not going to feel stupid? It's a great motivational point, though. Yeah. It is, absolutely. It's, it's totally valid. Like, I wish I was rich enough to be like, you know what? I'm letting it ride. I don't care. Yeah. It's like, no big deal or whatever. But I'm not rich enough to do that. So I also, that's, You'll see those arguments all the time of hedged and not to hedge, right? And it's, you know, most times you're not supposed to hedge. You'll end up at the end of the day getting better better payout but no like every situation's different every person's different you have to approach it differently every time but every every situation is for sure also right but i think we've all seen enough of these nfl games that none of us are arrogant enough to think that any of this is a lock oh, right. i mean yeah. come, come on right these games are ridiculous uh chiefs you you uh we'll get to these later but you you like the you got a Bengals seven and a hook number on seven this? and a half yeah um what the the one that's still available here in town, but it wasn't juiced at the time. Now it's now it's juiced. But I mean, it's it's it's. I think MGM's just trying to be different. I think they just want like business. Uh, you know, like hey, we're the only ta- we're the only shop in the country that that are that's hanging seven and a half because they they are. Um, but yeah, so they I didn't even have to pay juice on that seven on the on the hook with with that one. And I mean, I think the way that this total is trending, it would lead. And I understand everyone wants to bet overs, but I mean, if the way this total's trending, it would lean more towards the Bengals as well because the the more points scored in this game, then you know the more likely this is that this is a shootout or whatever, as opposed to just Joe Burrow getting sacked another you know dozen and a half times in in, in the game and then not being able to do anything on the offensive side of the ball. So um, yeah, I mean, look, am I? Completely in love with it? Not really. I just kind of feel like this game looks a lot like the Bills game. I think it's, it looks it looks a lot like the Bills game from an offensive perspective. And the Chiefs front four isn't near as good as uh, isn't near as good as the Titans front four. So they, sh- in theory, shouldn't uh, shouldn't get nine sacks on Joe on Joe Burrow. And hopefully, you would think over the week they go back and look at this tape and figure out. What in the hell did we do wrong here? Like, why in the world did we not have hot routes called on some of these plays? I mean, there were some of those. I went back and watched the All-22, and, like, some of those sacks, 
it's four receivers' backs to Joe Burrow. Like, like he couldn't inc- have thrown it. It's incredible. He couldn't have thrown it to anyone even if he wanted to. No, like, he had no it, chance. It, he had no chance. Yeah, like he couldn't have thrown it to anyone even if he wanted to. They, those four. He was looking at the backs of four jerseys. <laughs> so it's like they have to go. Like, hey guys, like you know, one of you needs to just you know break a route off. I'm, I'm asking the wrong person this, but since I, I, do you feel like Joe Burrow's getting a little too cocky? Like after the games and stuff, <laughs> just a little too cocky. Did you see a quote today? No, about he had. Uh, I guess he lost comms uh, during the game last week for it. W- it was in and out or whatever. I, I don't. I don't know the context. I just saw the quote, but he was like, "I think it happened on about four plays." He's like, "All four were first downs or something like, or, or all four went well." Don't worry. There's. Dude, yeah, so it's kind of we're living in that age of like, like you said, with no context. There was one floating around yesterday where he was talking about like every SEC stadium is like it's right, louder, louder than, than, than whatever. Ever, yeah. He made that in week that was forever seven. Ago. Yeah, yeah, you made it like, like in week six or week seven, and people are like pulling it out as if he just said it this week or something. Something about him winning the playoffs. He's like, get used to it. It's like, okay, Joe. <laughs> All right, Joe. We know you're good. Come back, NBA MVP. We'll take a look at that market next. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs. And then on championship weekend, that's the big game weekend to be specific, we'll have 56 hours. 57. For some of us, a free video coverage on VSIN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast, biggest game of the year. To make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com. Do I, do I have to do that hour before the 56 or after the 56? No, it's, it's, it's the before you're going to be on Dan Burke's show. Oh, yeah, right, you're right, right. You're going to be too tired after the Super Bowl. We wouldn't make you do that, man. Dan uh, must have misplaced my number. I didn't get the, I didn't get the text from him. Do you have a turtleneck? Oh, I do not. Well, you've got two weeks to. He's got two weeks to get a turtleneck. Okay, yeah. Then we can do what's with the turtleneck to, thing. Well, I mean, I, about every other show, Dan's wearing a turtleneck. Really? These days. He yeah. rocks it. He rocks it nice. Like yeah, not, not it even nice. mock turtleneck, but like for real turtleneck, turtleneck with a coat. So we're gonna get. We're gonna have to get you guys matched up. Be looking real sharp. I love that kid. I think. Where are be, we in? Uh, he's in Chicago. Yeah. Oh well, that's it'll why he's wearing it'll a turtleneck. It'll be great. He's at the Chicago Vison headquarters. We'll find Gil a nice little turtleneck. Dan and I have done hours of programming by ourselves together. He's producer number Danny, six. Danny's the best. Oh, that kid. Is Just, it Danny or Daniel or Dan? What, what do we decide on? I mean, well, he's, he's a big guy now. He's Dan. It's Dan, yeah. He's Sorry. a big guy now. Sorry, Danny. You're not yeah. a kid anymore. You're Dan. Unless unless he, it's kind of like Jimmy Jimmy G and James. Like, if he if he does a really bad show, he's back to Danny. <laughs> you know what's so messed <laughs> like up about Danny. that? When I watch Garoppolo now, I think about Matt. I'm like, <laughs> I was that a James play or was Jimmy. that a Jimmy play? <laughs> um just to just, let, let's just keep piling on about our, our, our rant last night. So oh. most intentional walks with first base occupied since intentional walks became an officially track stat in 1955. So Mike Trout has been intentionally walked with a guy on first base 11 times. Harmon Killebrew had happened him 11 times. Willie McCovey 11 times. Hank Aaron 11 times. Ryan Howard actually. We forget how good Ryan Howard was back in, oh, the, in the back in the day. Love Ryan Howard. He got intentionally walked with a guy on first thirteen times. Willie Stargell thirteen times. George Brett fourteen times. Miguel Cabrera fifteen times. Barry Bonds eighty-one times. <laughs> oh, the, listen. Wait, you want to do a whole? That's segment the next on closest. Is fifteen? Miguel Cabrera fifteen. Insane. Barry Bonds. 81 times. Total leaderboard all-time intentional walks. Barry Lamar Bonds, 688. The next closest player does not even have 300. We could do this forever. We could do, okay, I, I did this the other day. 
team war between the year 2001 and 2004. Expos 30.7, Tigers 30.9, Royals 31, Brewers 45.3, Mets 46.6, Barry Lamar Bonds 46.6. <laughs> Craig Biggio's in the Hall of Fame. He drove in 1,175 runs in his 20-year career. Barry Bonds has 1,174 runs batted in just on his home runs alone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, do you want to? I'll do a whole damn segment if you want me to. It just, it, it, it just... I mean, I from 1993 to 2007, Barry Bonds had more intentional walks than the Twins, Rangers, White Sox, Orioles, A's, Blue Jays, Royals, and Tigers. From what, from what years was that one? 1993 to 2007. That is insane. I actually think that's the craziest one I've heard. So oh no, no, I've got better. All right, do you want the best of all? Should we yeah, just yeah, cut to yeah, the best just one? To the best of all, yeah. It's the best of all time. In the year 2004, Barry Bonds reached base 376 times. Do you know how many at-bats he had? 373. <laughs> <laughs> and before the angry tweet, tweets come in, from 1990 to 1997, Barry Bonds averaged 36 home runs a year. From 1990 to 1997, oh, I know. he averaged 36 home runs a year. I understand that's not 73 home runs, but people get better with age. People, The ball got juiced. The everything that was like all kinds of stuff. So it wasn't just it wasn't just something. By the way, this is all allegedly never tested positive for anything. Whereas the guy, whereas a guy who did just sailed into the Hall of Fame <laughs> yesterday on the first ballot because he's big poppy. Be Papas good. fritas. Be good with the media, man. Be good with the media. He should have hired a marketing for. He should have been Big Barry. If it had just been Big Barry, everything would have been fine. Barry Bonds had 400 home runs and 400 stolen bases before he ever grew in that way at all. Straight to the Hall of Fame. He's in our Hall I of Fame. I love him. He's my You're in our Hall of Fame, time. Barry. Anytime you want to come join us right up here on the set, you, you come on in, buddy. <laughs> Let's get Barry in here. Yeah. You make a call, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. I'll get that. He'll he'll ride his bike right over here. And, uh, is he a, bit a of, cyclist or something now? A little bit of news um, that is exciting to to me and, 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 and my buddies back home. As of Friday morning, 8 a.m., uh, DraftKings and a few other handful of other books will be live mobile in Louisiana as well. And so we have yet another state that is going to surpass uh, that is going to, to surpass Nevada as far as like being able to uh, to move into, you know, this century when it comes to all of this. Um, so, yeah, you'll be able to to download fund and do all of your stuff. Uh, Mobley in the great state of Louisiana, 8 a.m. on Friday, just in time for the uh, games this weekend and, of course, the Super Bowl, which is what they were. The big target date was to just make sure that it was live before the Super Bowl. Congratulations, so, Louisiana. Yeah. So they will. Uh, Barry Bonds was worth 162.8 war over the course of his 22-year career. If you add Ken Griffey Jr. to Johnny Bench, it does not equal that. <laughs> it's, just, it's just on and on. Oh, man. I'm going to do this through. I'm going to pepper these throughout the rest of the show. And <laughs> just annoy randomly, throw, randomly the show. throw them out. <laughs> Let's look at NBA MVP right now. Uh, obviously, here as we get towards the end of July, so much basketball to be played. Not quite to the All-Star break yet even. But we have... End of January. What did I say? July. <laughs> I was talking about Barry Bonds. Man, that's what happened. In end, July. By the Barry way, we're, well, it's true. We're not quite to the end of July either, Kelly. Point out. Yeah, you're, you're right. You yes. weren't actually wrong. We're not quite there. Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo are your co-favorites now at DraftKings. 
each of which three to one. Joel was thirty-five to one less than a month ago. Less than a month, he's been on a tear. Steph Curry, who looked to have this running away, before all of a sudden he uh, he was like, "I'm going to be normal for a little while." He's at plus three fifty. Nikola Jokic trying to go back to back on this is four to one, and then John Morant is the only one other. Is he's the only other player who's south of thirty to one? He's at thirteen to one. Remember, Ja was seventy to one less than a month ago. I have three in my account, one of which is not on the board, and one of which apparently doesn't want to be playing anymore. So that doesn't. I'm 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 less enthused about our hundred to one on on Harden now, Kelly. Now that we know that he just doesn't really want to be out there. Oh man, I forgot we bet that. I did bet that. I have yeah, I've I've got a lot of bad MVP tickets. I've got Jokic at fourteen to one, so that's good. That's a good one. I only have him at eight to one, so yes. you, you got a much better number than me. Harden a hundred to one. I have uh, Jalen Brown at three hundred to one. Demontis Sabonis from a hundred and fifty to one, and he's hurt, and so like that's totally trash. And I have a Luka Doncic plus five fifty. <laughs> I have, and the other one I have is just Ja at sixteen. So those are the only those are the three that I have. Two or two, I think two. I like the uh, the Harden one. Not uh, not so much. Anymore. I have Ja twenty five to one on Ja. You have twenty five to one on Ja. Mm-hmm. Like that's great. I think if people people have asked me asked me a couple times in the past few days about him, I, I thirteen to one just with with what we look at like on that graphic right now and who is stacked in front of him. I just I I don't think I don't think I would bet at thirteen to one. I love Ja Morant. I, I mean he is he's he's probably the best point guard in the NBA this year. Um, but I don't think I can bet it at thirteen to one. I do think those one of those top four guys probably does win it, and I know we are a long ways away, like you said, Gil. I do think it's going to be one of those top four names. I just don't know if I'd. I just don't think I'd bet one of those right now where the odds are at. We saw where you know Embiid or Giannis and Jokic was a month ago. I you you don't know. All it takes is is a week or two for these guys to get hot, or you catch some COVID and you're out for a few games, or you know a slight injury and your in your odds could get a lot longer than this. So that's probably what I'd wait to do if I was trying to get into this market now. It's just it's a difficult one to look at. Right? Is now. there is there bias against LeBron because the Lakers? Are playing so poorly. I was going to bring this one, that one up, Matt. Like, I, you want to tell me you want to go bet LeBron at forty-five to one right now? I, I don't th- like that. Might be the best. Bet I mean, like, like Harden's not even on the board. Harden last night in that. I mean, it's a losing effort. So again, it just right. uh, does that get remembered? Thirty-three, twelve, and eleven last night. You know, he had a thirty-three point triple double last night. I, I, and and, and I, he's not even on the board. Right, you know? he's not even on the board. I brought I brought up last night about LeBron. Go check Tommy Beard's tweets from yesterday on LeBron's uh, just a statistical comparison between age thirty seven and age twenty seven. He's having a better season this year than he did at age twenty seven on a championship team. So I I it's I don't like we we used to say you could give this award to him every year, and I still think that's the case. And you're talking forty five to one, and we just what we're so sick of talking about LeBron that that we just think he's never going to win this. I mean, in January, when he's had to like basically either win or lose Carry these games team. on his yeah. own, he's averaging thirty point three points, eight point one rebounds, five point five assists, one point one block, one point five steals. And and only two two point three turnovers per game. I just want to say this about Curry though, like because you can't be any more down on Curry than than you can be right at this moment. I actually think if he returned to being the player he was tomorrow, and played the rest of the season like he has been, I still think he's your MVP. 
I think people will fall back into the Curry mode. Oh, I don't think there. I, don't, I think there's no question about that. But that, he's prime example, right? Like, let's say he has another slump of another week, week and a half. Mm. Those long, those odds are going to get way longer. Yeah. I bet him then. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Because this season is long, man. Long. Try not to be prisoner of the moment with these things. Uh, we'll come back, and among other things, we'll look at some late NBA games. We'll also rank our favorite Super Bowl bets next. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. I would. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcast and get beating the book with me, Gil Alexander, or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we got hardwood handicappers, Lombardi line, follow the money, my guys in the desert, coast to coast hoops, and many more including the wide world of wine garden. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. From 2001 to 2004, Barry Bonds played in 573 games and reached a base in 539 of them. That's 94% of his games. <laughs> Sheesh. Not a Hall of Famer. Just want to point that out. <laughs> it's not good enough. Speaking on Wednesday, if... Forced to make a decision today, Rob Gronkowski said he would retire. If forced to make a decision but today. But it's me, Super Bowl champion Rob Gronkowski. He, is, uh, he said he will use the next three to five weeks to consider the future. But um, I think that also probably just coincides with, I'll let Tom figure, you know, I'll let Tom figure it out and then I'll just do whatever whatever he does. I thought that was part of what he said today too. Was that He didn't have any interest in playing in any other team at, Tom Brady wasn't the quarterback. Didn't he? Wasn't he quoted earlier as saying it doesn't matter what Tom does? I don't know. Not that I believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I thought I heard him. I thought I saw that quote. What do you think about, speaking of receiver linked to a quarterback, what does Devontae Adams do? Does he wait to see where Rodgers go? Or does he, is he going to? He's going to get tagged. He didn't have a choice. So he's going to be tagged. That'll be the end. Yeah. Of that. I, like it has to be right because yeah. Green Bay has to do that with if they have any hopes of holding on to Rodgers, right? So, yeah, I think he's just going to end up getting tagged. They're going to tag him, and if Rodgers retires, he's he's going to be disgruntled, and then it, we'll be we'll be sitting here like the, next season. We'll be like, who knew Devontae Adams was such a diva wide receiver? Because he's going to be complaining every week. Well, he wants to be the number one paid wide receiver of the NFL. So if you tag him, uh you're not necessarily going to be the number one paid wide receiver right. in the NFL. And so he'll be he'll be upset either way. And then he'll also be upset as 
the Jordan Love passes just sail right. over his head <laughs> and like bounce in front of him and like do all the different things like that. Like, yeah, what, what is it? The average of the top five salaries of the yes, position, right? Correct. Average top five. I had uh, Steve Zabin on yesterday on a numbers game. He uh, is the greatest voice in the history of Washington, D.C. sports radio, but he uh, does most of his stuff in Milwaukee now. And so he's very tuned into the Packers vibe. And he was saying Jordan Love's still extremely highly regarded in the Packers organization. So, I, yeah. What else could they say, though? No, but, I mean, he's, he wouldn't, you know, like I think legit, legit so that they, yeah. they, they regard him that highly. Could you imagine they were like, yeah, we really made a bad pick in the first round. <laughs> like, we really screwed that up big time. Which they did. It doesn't matter how high they... Well, they traded up for him. Yeah. It doesn't right, matter how right, exactly. much they love him. They which traded it's, it's up It's a mistake regardless, right? Because you look at that... Yeah. How they, they won all these games with just Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Like, I mean, like, could you imagine if they had a legitimate second receiver on that team? Oh, for years. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Mitch Trubisky, remember, they traded up to get him at two. It wasn't like the Bears were sitting at two. That's the one thing you say about Washington, right? Yeah, they drafted Dwayne Haskins, but at least they didn't trade up for him. Right, they waited and got him at fifteen. That's true. Yeah, that's the that it, if a guy doesn't work out, a guy doesn't work out, right? You, like you're, a lot of these quarterbacks too. It's such a quarterback dependent league now. You almost have to gamble on a quarterback. But that's the difference, right? The gamble of you paying extra to move up versus not moving up. Okay, then it's all at least a whole lot easier to take if it doesn't work out. It's yeah. just you just look back and I, I, this is obviously. You know, I mean, in retrospect, like, you can look back at any of this stuff. You can make it look like, oh, we're complete morons. But, like, T. Higgins went at the beginning of that second round. Michael Pittman went at the beginning of that second round. LaVisca Chenault went in that in in that second round. Uh, Chase Claypool went in that second round. So you start to look at these wide receivers, all that were there. And if, if they were the number two, like, they wouldn't have to be the number one. You have Devontae Adams. So if those guys are your number twos, Michael Pittman's your number two. If T. Higgins is your number two, if LaVisca Chenault is your number two, Van Jefferson went in the second round of that draft, or he's your number two um, there with, uh, with Devontae Adams. I mean, you just – who knows what that offense could have been and who knows what this team could have been and, and all that. But, you know. Yeah. And then before Devontae Adams, it, it deserves, you know, deserves to be mentioned that, like, keep in mind, the greatest receivers he ever played with, their names were Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Randall Cobb, and Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson, Nelson. yeah. Like, g- all good. Yeah. None great. None great. None great. And, like, he begged to get Randall Cobb back on the team. Like, that was a huge concession to him that they got Br- Randall Cobb back. Jeez. Interesting. Interesting yeah. regardless. Yeah. One Super Bowl appearance, one Super Bowl title. And that's that's also the interesting thing. The the Packers had, you know, two decades plus of Hall of Fame quarterbacking with Brett Favre and with Aaron Rodgers. They've won two Super Bowls in that time. The Niners had two decades plus of Super Bowl quarterbacking with Joe Montana and Steve Young. They won five. I mean, that's a big yeah, gap. Huge difference. Huge difference. So much so in San Francisco, I always tell the story that when I lived in San Francisco, this was after the Montana and Young era, they had Jeff Garcia, who had the audacity to only get to three Pro Bowls. And those fans were like, he sucks. I, I feel like Jeff Garcia was like <laughs> one of the most hated quarterbacks of all time. And it's like, what? He had so many like good years. He was, too. It yeah. was really good. He was like, they were like, oh, he's terrible. <laughs> really? I'll take your quarterback. 
as I watch Gus Verrat and Heath There's, Schuler play. Right, yeah. And they were also in this, like, where people can just put out these reports, too, and, like, you... Because every, I mean, like everyone says, it's source, and so you have no idea if they actually have a source. They don't have a source. Like this, this Jordan Schultz, who is a beat rep- reporter in the for the NFL or whatever, said that according to a source, that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams would quote love to team up in Denver. Just get a room already, you two. <laughs> so like, okay, how does Aaron Rodgers yeah. get to Denver in the first work? place? So now the, the Broncos are going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. How? What are they going to trade? Like two first rounders and a second round. Like, how are they going to get him? And then it's just anyway. Just, and, and then and it requires what the Packers not to f- tag. Well, they would tag him anyway, so he would have to leave a year later. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it would have to be a year later. Yeah. They would tag him regardless. We got uh, two NBA tips here in the next fifteen minute, minutes. Nuggets at the Nets. Nuggets laying five and a half on the road, 218 to 218 and a half your total in that game. No James Harden. Uh, we said a little while ago, no James Harden for the Nets tonight. So that means no Durant, no Kyrie, no James Harden. Uh, no, no Nick Claxton for them tonight either. Paul Millsap still out. Obviously Joe Harris still out. So a uh, very, very thin lineup on the for the Nets on uh Back end of a back-to-back. Denver rolls in. They Will Barton will be a go tonight for them. Jamichael Green also will play. They were questionable earlier today. Um, not one I'm uh, interested in betting, but I would still uh, run. I would be laying the five and a half before taking five and a half. The starting sure. lineup for the Nets is Patty Mills, DeAndre DeAndre Bimbry, Kessler Edwards, sure. James Johnson, and Lamarcus Aldridge. That is the uh, starting five for the Nets tonight. Ooh, actually, Aldridge or Patty Mills props might be worth looking at. Patty Mills, Patty Mills gonna, could fill it up tonight. Patty Mills is going to be chucking up yeah. a lot of General shots. choice. Yeah, he's got no choice. I might look at that during the break, actually. Yeah, we might um, have to take a look-see on that one. Other game at 8-10 Eastern. Raptors at the Bulls. Raptors uh, coming off the uh, back-to-back as well. They played the Hornets last night. Chicago laying 4-4.5 four to four and a half in this game. 2-18 to 2-19. You'll find the total at Freddie Van Vliet's was a late scratch for... The Toronto Raptors, Scotty Barnes will play. He was questionable earlier. The Bulls continue to tack on guys to their injury list. Derek Jones Jr. on the injury list now for them as well. Uh, Vucevic will go tonight for him, though. He was uh, questionable earlier today. Uh, that game I honestly have very little opinion on. Can, can we appreciate what we saw last night? I don't know if you're done, Kelly. Uh, one more in about yeah. an hour, I guess. Then we've got two two real late ones, but the one more in about an hour. Grizzlies at the Spurs. Grizzlies laying four uh, total at two twenty eight and a half. Man, that's a pretty high total. Uh, there was some questionable guys for the Grizzlies. If you are looking to bet that one, keep your eye on John Morant. He's listed as probable, should be good to go. Uh, but I would maybe make sure you know about that one before you fire on a bet. Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, I did see just a few minutes ago, will be a go tonight. Yeah, they're both going to go. Yeah. Uh, San Antonio basically completely healthy. Pretty good game there, actually. Spurs have been playing a little bit a little bit better basketball here, even of recent. Um, man, they're already past their season win total. We talked about them earlier in the year. Memphis, they were I mean, they were real hot for about a month there. It's, they're cooling off a little bit. I would not be running to lay four on the road with them. Um, even, even if Jog goes, I'd probably sooner take the four with the Spurs, but no bet there for me tonight. Last night, Celtics beat the Kings by 58. Spurs beat the Rockets by 30. Warriors beat the Mavericks late by 38. The Red Hot Mavericks, who had won 11 of 13. And then the uh, the Wizards were trying to do the same thing. They were up on the Clippers by 35. We watched it in real time. 
And the Clippers came all the way back to win its second greatest comeback in the history of the NBA with Luke Kennard hitting seven, a three-pointer and then a four-point play at the end in the final nine seconds to win it for the Clippers. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, that was unbelievable. That's when trying to foul up three goes the wrong way. Coming back, Super Bowl bets next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.